Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're here to help you understand personality styles in order to improve communication and productivity, build better work relationships, and reduce turnover. So let's get started using the Everything Disc model. This super simple yet powerful personality preference and tendency model describes four basic main styles. D-I-S and C, and it stands for dominance, influence, steadiness, and conscientiousness. We'll talk more about personality traits in another session of this series. What I'd like you to do is grab a paper and a pen. We're going to very unofficially determine your style. Okay, are you ready? If not, put me on pause and come back. First of all, please know that you cannot really determine what type of personality style you are without a valid and reliable assessment. But this section, this activity, should help you get a general feel for your style. Personality styles can be assessed by asking a few questions related to pace and focus. Okay, so you have that pen and paper. Draw a circle. On the top left, write the letter D. On the top right, write the letter I. On the bottom right, write the letter S. That'd be under the I. And then on the bottom left, write the letter C. So under the D. So if you drew a square around this, the four corners would be Uh, starting at the top, D-I-S-C, Dominance, Influence, Steadiness, and Conscientiousness. And if you want, you can just literally draw pretty much a a cross right down the middle and across the center of the circle. So now you have four pieces of the pie. Now I'm going to ask you a few questions. How do you make decisions? Quickly or methodically? So are you a fast-paced decision maker and not so worried about the details? If so, you are naturally either the D or the I, so dominant or influential personality style. So write down D or I or mark an X towards the top of the circle. On the other hand, are you more methodical in your decision making and very detail-oriented? If so, you're the opposite. You're not a D, you're not an I, you're either going to be the conscientious C or the supportive S. So write down S or C, or just mark an X towards the bottom of the circle. Next question, what drives you as a priority? Is it tasks first or people's feelings first? Let me ask a few more questions. Are you driven to meeting people and forming new relationships? If so, you are naturally an influential or supportive personality style 
which would be on the right-hand side of the circle. So write down IRS or mark an X towards the right-hand side of the circle. On the opposite side, is your priority for task first, people and their feelings second? If so, you are naturally a dominant or conscientious personality style. So you can write down D or C or mark an X towards the left of the circle. Now looking at this piece of paper, what style did you answer more than once? Dominant, influential, steadiness, or conscientiousness? D, I, S, or C. Does this style resonate with you? People have a natural prevailing personality style. However, you may also have characteristics of the other styles as well. In fact, everybody has characteristics of all the styles. For example, you might be a solid D or a DI or a DC. Even if solid D is the prevailing personality style, under the everything just model, you have traits of all styles in an actual assessment, what you would do online. The style in the assessment focuses on your natural preferences and tendencies. And no, generally speaking, you cannot change your personality style, but you sure can learn to adapt and adjust when necessary. Why should you care? Here's the deal. No matter what type of personality assessment you choose to use, all you need to know is that there are aspects of your personality style that affect other people's behaviors and actions. Yes, your personality style just might rub people the wrong way. Listen, anyone who has to work with another human being benefits from understanding personality styles. Now, if you want to change someone's behavior or action, you need to speak to them in a manner that they best understand. Understanding your personality style is key, though. You can then adjust your style to someone else's style in order to build stronger relationships, stronger teams, and stronger performance. And quite frankly, to get things done. You need to only do this for short periods of time while working with that individual person. It is important to create high-level self-awareness with insight into one's motivation and into the style and motivations of others. It's like fuel for employees to take the initiative to improve in their work, relationships, and their job. And it's done in a very non-judgmental way. DISC has a long-standing history rooted in psychology and research. Since the 1920s, the DISC model has evolved and expanded into a multifaceted learning solution designed to deliver personalized insights that foster engagement and collaboration in today's ever-so-changing workplace. Let's jump in and review the main styles right now. Let's jump in and give a high-level overview of the four main personality styles under the DISC model. And the reason I say the four main, D, I, S, and C, is there's actually 12 sub-styles. 
in our next series of this podcast, we're going to take a much deeper dive into each individual sub personality style, the 12 total. But for today, let's go over a high level review. First is the dominant D. Dominant personality styles typically want to call the shots and they're not the type to take a back seat to others until they learn that it's necessary. If you are working with a solid D or a dominant personality style of any type, work at being efficient. Get to the point with them and don't waste their time. When you are sending them messages or giving them an agenda, give them bulleted lists to read in advance and make sure your communications are relevant. If you have disagreements with a D, argue the facts, not your feelings. Remember that circle that we drew, facts on one side, feelings on the other. Avoid taking their bluntness and candor personally. Think about these terms when you're dealing with a D. They are very direct, they are very firm, they are very, very strong-willed. I can say this because I'm one of them. They are very forceful and they are focused on results. Now, remember that feelings are on the other side of the circle. It doesn't mean that these don't have feelings or that they don't care about your feelings. It's just that they jump into the facts and the tasks first. If you are a D listening to this, you're probably nodding your head and you're probably also agreeing, we, us Ds, need to focus on the feelings a little bit more as a priority. We're going to get to that more when we're dealing with our podcast series or our podcast session on acting lessons. Now let's move on to the behavioral style known as an I, so the influential I. They thrive on personal connection and recognition. Be interested in them and be generous with praise. It needs to be deserved and it needs to be sincere. Avoid arguing with their over-the-top visions. Instead, get excited and enthusiastic with an eye. Here's the deal. Influential styles, especially solid eyes, are social butterflies. So stand ready to socialize with them. Better yet, let them lead the way and drag you along if you are not a social butterfly. But do have the conversation with them in advance that you are not a social butterfly so they're prepared for those interactions. Okay, so let's talk about the solid S personality styles or steadiness style. They desire relationship-oriented conversations and want warm and sincere relationships. You will need to earn their trust by taking things slowly while showing this warmth and sincerity. Talk in terms of emotions, not just facts. Remember, they're on the right side of the circle, same as the I, where emotions and feelings are a priority for them. Facts come second. So if you rush right into the facts for the S, the same as the I, they may get their feathers ruffled a little bit to say, hmm, this person's not being sincere with me. Here's the interesting thing. 
steadiness styles want to be assured that everyone will approve of their decisions. They don't want to ruffle anyone else's feathers. It is wise to not back a steadiness style into a corner. They will not respond favorably to force. You will be much more effective with an S-style using warmth, sincerity, and non-threatening approaches to gain their cooperation. And then make sure you're working within their timeline and workload. Another thing about the S is, like I said, they want to get everyone's approval. So sometimes they take on way too much and they don't push back saying, I have too much on my plate. If you have S's that are working with you or if you are one of them yourself, I encourage you to discuss timelines and workloads. What is already on my plate? What is already on your plate? So that you can help them push back and because they're not going to be comfortable with it. Think of some words for the S or the steadiness style as even-tempered accommodating, sometimes overly accommodating, right S's that are listening, extremely patient, humble, and tactful. And finally, the solid C personality style, the conscientious style. These folks are very task-oriented. Do not attempt or expect to be their friend before working with them for a short while. Now, by none of this do I mean that the C's or the D's, for that matter, are not friendly. It's just that they jump into tasks at hand first. The C personality style, they need their questions answered in detail. So make sure you give them a lot of data. Very similar to the D who needs data, but the D wants it as short and brief as possible. The C's wouldn't mind a 30-page report, they're going to go through that report and correct all the mistakes in it that you have in that report. Be sure that you are very systematic and logical with them, well-prepared and exact. They are extremely disciplined, yet would rather be accurate than pushed with a tight deadline. Give this disbehavioral style time to make decisions, and to work independently. You can support the conscientious style in their organized and thoughtful approach to problem solving. Allow them to verbalize in detail and do not rush them. If you only have 15 minutes to meet with the C, it's not a great time to meet with them. Find out when your calendar allows more time and then plan accordingly. You can rely on the C style to conduct research, crunch numbers, and perform detailed footwork for the entire work group. However, do not expect the high C personality to be outspoken contributors. They will be contributors, but after they have all the facts straight. So you will need to be patient, thorough, well-prepared, detail-oriented, business-like, and of course, set appropriate guidelines and then exact details. In the next series of this podcast, we will take a deeper dive into all 12 
dispersonality styles. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.